Bird's Eye View, episode 292. You're Andrew. I am. I'm Jordan. You are. And we review movies. This week, it's Skip Trace. Skip Trace. Okay, up at the top, I just want to say, why the title? <laughs> we'll get into that in our review. Okay. But also, yeah, why the title? Why the title? Uh, <laughs> Uh, I want to say thanks to everyone who uh, listened last week. That was our live from Palm Springs episode. That was so much fun. It was a real fun time. Yeah. Uh, great seeing all the other Benview hosts. Uh, it was fun. Getting us, getting everybody in the same room together, it felt like a big family. It felt it felt really cool. Because um, you, you don't get a chance to see everybody. I know, I know every once in a while. Uh, for the cons, there's the mega cast mm-hmm. for... Uh, for like the end of the year stuff, extra damage invites other people on to have like a big, a big thing. But mm-hmm. it was, it was really great seeing everybody together and, and being there to support each other. It was a, it was a lot of fun. It was, was cool. Fun. But now we're back to regular times, regular shows. Uh, we're reviewing skip trace. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to tell you about the box office top 10. We're going to do guess the ending at the end. We have our review. We'll have our spoiler segment Spets. at the end. Yep. Yeah, okay. I guess that's necessary. There's a spoiler. There's a pretty big spoiler. Yeah, there's a spoiler. Even if it's kind of like... Uh, I didn't more say... Of a, what the hell spoiler than, yeah. a, than a... Oh, wow, spoiler. Yeah. Let's put it that way. Yep. Uh, but let's dive into this box office top ten. Count me down. Uh, I am number ten. Mechanic. Resurrection. Because you might be in number nine. Hell or high water? Which is definitely where number eight is. The Light Between Oceans, which are visited by number seven. Bad Moms. And that's because they're number six. War Dogs, who (laughs) were invited to number five. Sausage Party, which is not how I would describe number four. Kubo and the Two Strings, which was also friends with number three. Pete's Dragon, who killed and ate, and we never heard from them again, number two. Suicide Squad, which, uh, you know, after you watch that, you're number one. Don't breathe. The ing. Because <laughs> you're dead? Yeah. So Don't Breathe is number one. For the second week in a row. With $19.5 million, Yeah. Uh, which is, seems low. Mm-hmm. But, but also, I love that I've seen this film pretty good yeah and uh i'm happy that it's above suicide squad yeah that's cool i wish pete's dragon was above suicide squad i wish everything was above suicide squad that's that describes everything yeah except war dogs that can be below (laughs) yeah um and and then uh i mean we've we've reviewed some of we reviewed pete's dragon reviewed kubo and the two strings Mm -hmm. war dogs hell hair water yeah, I'm um, surprised Mechanic Resurrection is there, but I guess it's a it's a low it's, week. It's a slow week. It's, it's a low 5. week. Five point five millions, just barely getting it up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, light between oceans. Uh, I hope it's good, but the trailer is weird. Yeah, I'm not really interested in it. Mm-hmm. So and Bad Moms is hanging on. Yeah, good which for them. Is nuts. Mm-hmm. That's nuts to me. Yep. If uh, did it come out the same week or like the week after Ghostbusters? It was a few weeks after. Okay. It was it was like in the tail. I was gonna say Ghostbusters. Bad Moms lasted longer than Ghostbusters. Uh-huh. What does that say? I think it's more of, I think it's just Bad Moms is hitting a demographic. Do you know what I mean? Like it how many movies be. are specifically designed for moms? <laughs> like really? Think Mother's about Day. It. Ugh, bad movies. Have you seen Bad Moms? No. We were gonna review it and then something happened. Yeah. And I'm gonna still see it. out there. I'm we, gonna see we it. We can still see it. I'm gonna see it. That's crazy. That's crazy to me that we missed it. We we <laughs> didn't review it, and now it's still here. Yeah, that's good. That's a good sign. Uh-huh. Uh So now let's talk about what's coming out new on DVD and Blu-ray. Hit me. Uh, I have got uh, the film called A Bigger Splash. Okay. We, we talked about this. I think it's that one with uh, Tilda Swinton. Oh yes, yes. She's yes. like a rock star, and she can't talk. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have Equals. That's a Kristen Stewart, Nicholas Holt film in a post-apocalyptic something or other. It's cool. one of those. Uh, but I thought you liked Nicholas Holt. You went and saw his zombie love movie. Wasn't that him in it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we've got uh, the Blu-ray. I'm just going to skip right to Blu-ray just yeah. for a second. Mm-hmm. The Iron Giant special Blu-ray edition. Cool. Uh, we love that movie. Yeah, go see it. 
Go get uh, it. And then a film that we reviewed in episode 280, Now You See Me Too. Yeah. We didn't like it, so don't buy that, it. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it's out there. The first one was such a... Man, that first one, it just gets you on this ride and at the very end just totally lets you down. Mm-hmm. And this, again, like... Well, that, this one let me down right away. It's a weird thing where it's like, who asked for this? Yeah. You know? But people like my grandmother were so stoked. Yeah. They love Now You See Me. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Uh, on TV, TVD, we got, uh, what is this? Oh, Limitless, the complete series. Mm-hmm. Remember how CBS made a show about that yeah. movie? And then he actually showed up. Mm-hmm. Good old Bradley Cooper showed up in the show. Yeah, he was in a couple of That was weird. Uh, we got uh, Supernatural. That's still going strong. Yeah. Season. Uh, and where did it go? There's something on here that I wanted to point out. Oh, The Flash. Nice. The Flash, the complete second season. Cool. Uh, now we got uh, Supergirl, I think, showed up in that season, mm-hmm. right? Well, he... he uh, right, he showed up on a Supergirl. Yeah. And now... But I now I think she's going to show up in his because... Well, uh, they're on the same uh, network. Supergirl moved to CW. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, so that's all going on. How many of those shows do you think I've seen? Of what? Of any of the limitless supernatural flesh? Ooh, uh, I think you've seen all of them. Come on. Yeah, I've seen all of them. <laughs> I watched all of limitless. Are you, like, are you keeping up with supernatural? Week ago. No, I'm like three seasons in. Oh, okay. There's just so much to tackle there. You watched all of limitless? Yeah. Well, it's it's it's. Uh, what was it like thirteen episodes? It was one twenty-five episode oh, season. Okay. Mm-hmm. Did it end like with an end, or was no. it like a like a this could go on forever? Yeah. Okay. It's just whatever. That's lame. Yep. Were they making like a secret army of, of people that take that pill or what? They were trying to. Yeah. That's everything now. Mm-hmm. Every single plot of every TV show and mm-hmm. movie is a secret army. Yeah. They're making a secret army. I mean, I just That's like... That's what I'm getting tired of. Now. I like procedurals where one person's super smart. Oh, sure. I mean, that... I watch, sh- yeah, I watch sh- Elementary. Yeah, Come on. Elementary, uh, Sherlock. You know, those are just my thing. And they did a good job of it in that show, but mm-hmm. I understand why it got canceled. That makes sense. And the flashes are real good. I'm really excited for season three because uh-huh. they're going into Flashpoint. Yeah, they're getting all weird. He made it. He made it crazy. I mean, do you want me to go into a little bit of a flash spoiler? No, or, no, no, or, no, no, no. Yeah, something crazy happens at the end of season two mm-hmm. that changes everything. That's crazy. Well, I know they were bringing in other flashes. Mm-hmm. Like that was some weird stuff. Yep. Uh, so that looks like it's about it for the TV, TVD, DVD, Blu-ray, whatever. I mean, we might as well just call it blu-ray tv at this point we'll might as well call it dead media yeah just just physical digital. media is dead yeah it's digital now we gotta be everything's gotta be digital. just plug it straight into your brain yeah well we're getting there yeah we're getting very close yeah Google glass is really trying yeah there was a uh there's a type of headset that you can put on now because most vr things are just a screen that are close enough that it takes in your whole vision yeah there's actually a display and i put display in quotes mm. that is uh it's just light beams shot straight into your retina that doesn't sound safe. Yeah. That really doesn't sound safe. Well, yeah. But they're they're making it work. Ooh-wee. Yep. Uh anyway, if you want to pick those up, go to a go to a Target, I guess. Is yeah. that where they sell things? I don't there? know. They sell DVDs. It's an Amazon you know, store. You went to a Target recently. But why was that like? I go there for groceries. Yeah, sometimes. that's weird to think about. That yeah. Target became a grocery place. Mm-hmm. Uh I went there for what was I buying? I don't even remember. But I, I always like to stop off at the uh, like electronics and books area. It's so weird. Uh, it's super weird. And I, I like to check out the... There's a clearance section, mm-hmm. uh, which is always a lot of fun to check. But I, I, I saw that they have the new um, Harry Potter thing. The new Harry Potter and the Cursed Child, whatever else it's called. That's based on the play? Yeah. it's Well, it's the script of the play. Mm-hmm. It's like the first draft of the script or something. Mm-hmm. And they printed it so that they could make money. Of yeah. Course. Yeah. And, My uh, mom bought it. I was mm-hmm. like, don't buy it. And she's like, it's a new Harry Potter thing. And then the next day she goes, I should have listened to you. I'm returning it. Yeah. Yeah. It's I've heard it's bad. Yeah. Um but also, it's like $20. Yes. Which I don't remember how much the books and used it, to cost, but it's a I, script. they're probably $20. It's a first draft like, of a script. Huh. It's, yeah, it's uh, it's weird. I've seen pictures, like, people have been, like, Snapchatting or Instagramming, like, oh, I'm reading it. And I'm like, that must be weird to read. Because mm-hmm. it's like, it's literally just dialogue. It's mm-hmm. like, uh, and stage direction. Yeah. It's very strange. Uh, but, you know, they're probably going to make a movie of that in, like, what, five years? Yeah. Give it time. We'll, no. we'll we'll get the beast beast it movies won't take going, long. and then we'll see the that trilogy will be over with, and then and they'll make the trilogy of yeah, um, yeah. the play. Dumb. Anyway, 
That's money. Yep. Uh, so go spend it. Uh, anyway, when we come right back, we'll be reviewing the Skip Trace. We can do this the hard way. Oh, 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 yeah. You got the wrong guy. Taking me back to Macau. Shame I can't fly back with you. Well, don't you need a passport to fly? There's something you should know. They don't want me because I stole something. There's something I saw. They want me because that woman died in my arms. If I go back with you, they're gonna kill me. I don't care. I think he's in Mongolia. He wants us to have a drink with him. You got to go. One drink. One. One. Who knows some good Mongolian drinking games? I never would have figured you for an Adele fan. Rolling in the deep is a classic. Smile a little. No, 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 no. How about this? Eliminate them before they get back to Macau. Go! chance they'd settle for you bringing back some other white guy. I mean, we all look alike. Skip Trace. Directed by Rennie Harlan. Written by... Uh, screenplay by Jay Longino. Also story by... Screenplay also by Ben David Grabinski. And created by Wen Chia Chang. Mm-hmm. Do you like all those names? Yep. Jackie Chan. Johnny Knoxville. Finally, we got them together in a film. Uh, we've been all been waiting for, for it. this yeah. pairing. Mm-hmm. Uh, a true stunt master with a true idiot stuntman. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you figure out which one's which. Anyway, <laughs> and Bing Bing Fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and Eve Torres, who's a wrestler. Yeah. And that's about all the names I know. Yeah, I didn't. I hardly recognized. I I recognized the two main people, and that was about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a film, uh, where Johnny Knoxville is a detective. No, he's a gambler. Yep. He's the gambler. He's He's kind of a con artist gambler. And, uh, Jackie Chan's a detective from Mm -hmm. Hong Kong Mm -hmm. and they, their paths cross while Mm -hmm. Jackie Chan's looking for a drug man. Okay. Their paths are forced together. (laughs) Yeah. While Jackie Chan's looking for a drug man. Mm Mm-hmm. Who killed his partner. Yep. And he's trying to... The Matador, which is the most unlikely name for a Hong Kong drug lord. Yeah. Do you remember that Pierce Brosnan movie? Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. I do. With Greg Kinnear. I was just hoping... Get Greg Kinnear would show up? No, I was hoping that Pierce Brosnan in uh, Whitey Tidies and Cowboy Boots would just come walking in and he'd be the Matador. Because he does that at one point in that movie. I know. Anyway, uh... Yeah, this is kind of a, a it's a hard to describe film because a lot of this film is basically how hard is it to get from Mongolia to China? Mm-hmm. From Mongolia Russia to, to China. Well, most of their journey, I'd say, is once they get to Mongolia, then it's the walking. They, yeah, they hit the they, Chinese border and they have to go through a lot yeah. of you know rural China. Yeah, they walk, they ride horses, they drive a shitty car. Mm-hmm. Uh, but a couple of them. the setup is, you know, you get to know Jackie Chan. Mm-hmm. You get to know what he cares about. He cares yep. about his his dead partner's daughter. Yep, who is Bing Bing Fan. Uh, she has some fun little moments where she gets to defend herself. Mm-hmm. That was kind of nice. Yep, 
That's nice to see. She mm-hmm. she doesn't get kidnapped. Yeah, by there's the way. some agency. She gets kidnapped later. I mean, some of the strongest characters <laughs> in the movie are women. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. Definitely Jackie Chan has a, a fun moment where, so Johnny Knoxville's in trouble with Russians. Mm-hmm. And uh, they send a, what he describes later in the film as a Russian Terminator after mm-hmm. him. And uh, Jackie Chan says, I don't fight women. It's not honorable. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, honor is a big part of his character. Yeah. And she's like, well, that's fine. I'll just beat you up. <laughs> and so he has and to she, like. She pulls out two brass knuckles. Yeah. And so he, he throws a box at her. I kind of love his. He's like uh, trying to. Um, Fight her without her. fighting yeah. her. Yeah. Which is kind of kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. You know who was supposed to be in this instead of Johnny Knoxville? Who? Sean William Scott. I would have liked it a lot more. Me too. Because I like Sorry. Sean William Scott. <laughs> Sorry, Johnny Knoxville. You know, when I looked uh, up what Johnny Knoxville has been up to, mm-hmm. do you want to know what film he's in that I that also came out this year that what? we both want to see? What? Elvis and Nixon. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's oh, he it. is in that. Yeah. I watched that. You watched Elvis and Nixon? Yeah. I thought you didn't see that. Yeah, he is. Well. I did watch it, and he's one of, like, Elvis's crew. That's interesting. Like, one of one of the people that, you know, go around with him wherever he goes and make sure he gets everything he needs. I'm sure John Knoxville's a nice guy. He was actually really good at that movie. And is he a good actor? Like is Sometimes. He... I think he just needs the right roles. Because uh-huh. this film really played with that whole, they're partners but don't want to be situation, mm-hmm. and I hated that well we've just seen it way too much and it and it also knoxville's storyline starts off with that horrible meme oh my God. that is now all over the internet like i died when that happened in the I, film i when it when it happened i was like are they wait what are they really doing this right now i bet you're wondering how i got here yeah one day earlier fuck you yeah like, come on come on yeah Ugh, that's ridiculous I can't believe that's a thing. The, I can't believe well, it happened in this movie. You you are obviously a watcher of Carboys. Mm-hmm. I do you remember a couple like the third yep. or fourth episode of Carboys yeah. when they made fun of that where yeah. they were where doing the, the, plane? the plane the plane hit the edge of so the loop de loop. Let's and, back it up for just a second. Okay, yeah. I bet you're wondering how we got here. Yeah. So Carboys. <laughs> yeah. Carboys is a YouTube series hosted by Nick Robinson and Griffin uh, McElroy. McElroy. And they play this game called BeamNG.Drive. Which is this sandbox game where uh, the physics are all soft body vehicles and stuff. Car crashes look not super realistic, but like you see parts flying. They crunch in a way that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like they crunch too easily. Just imagine that cars, instead of being made out of an aluminum alloy, they're actually made out of aluminum. Yeah, that's that's a good way to describe it. So they they had uh, so they get a plane mm-hmm. and they fly it and they it's hard to fly the plane in BMG.Drive. Yeah. Uh, so and you can change the 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 speed of the game up yeah. to a hundred times slow motion. Yeah. So they sped it all the way. They slowed it all the way down, uh-huh. and the plane like loses a wing, <laughs> and it loses one of its landing gears. Oh, Nick does the does the perfect. And he, he, ch- how he changes here. the camera so it's right in front of the plane, <laughs> like this cinematic angle, and he goes, oh, uh, I guess you're wondering how I got here, and it's just perfect. Oh, uh, d- did this movie do it, or did it, is it, was it the meme that was, yeah, that's me. Like, yeah. that's, that's also a part of it. Yeah. Like, yeah, hey, that's me. Hey, this is me. <laughs> it's so stupid. Yeah. Oh! Yeah. Um, so, do you know how the Oxville's in trouble with Russian Because he, he uh, maybe knocked up mm-hmm. a, Rus- a Russian gangster's daughter. Yeah. And he Which, has to marry her. Yeah, and they he doesn't want to. Yeah, because he's a he's a scamp. Yeah, he's a con. He he just he goes from one place to another. He makes money money gambling, and mm-hmm. he moves on. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so Jackie Chan has to trust him because um, he knows. Wait a second, what does he know? So no, no. Does he know a thing? How did they even come to find at him? At first, <laughs> at first. See, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I don't even remember. Samantha. His his uh, his goddaughter's uh, right. his goddaughter works at the casino right. that he believes yeah. Jackie Chan believes is uh, the people who worked who worked by for the Matador yeah. and he doesn't know this Jackie Chan does not know this mm-hmm. but uh, his goddaughter and Johnny Knoxville interact yes. they have a couple nice a moments flirtatious yeah and he uh, pickpockets the VIP pass from her right. purse and puts his vip it puts his business room, card business card and room key in oh. there so she can let herself into his room oh yeah and uh the russians come to the casino 
He escapes, uses the VIP pass to get away from them. Yeah, the doors close. He stumbles they into open, a new and, trouble. And we find out that a woman is being attacked, and he, he witnesses a crime pretty mm-hmm. much. But they tell Samantha, the goddaughter, that he stole money from the casino. Right. And that's why they want him. She's freaking out because they think that she's involved with the theft, or mm-hmm. they tell her that to try and motivate her. And she goes to her godfather and says, you, I need your help. Uh, that's dealing where he with finds these people, out for the first time that she was working. That she was working for them. He's really either. pissed off. In order to save his goddaughter's life, uh-huh. he's going to go get him in, in uh, wherever he is. All right. All right. And, right. and determined to bring her back. And in the course of bringing him back, Johnny Knoxville says, hey, I didn't steal anything. Yeah. They want this phone I have and the fact that I witnessed them committing a crime. Right. They w- they're going to kill me. Right. Okay. Yeah. Now it all makes yes. sense. And so here's where Skip Trace comes in. Yes. Do you know what Skip Trace, like Skip no. Tracing or a Skip Tracer? No. It's like a bounty hunter. Oh, okay. So basically he was sent to go get as Johnny Knoxville as a bounty. Yeah. It was like, bring this man back so he can serve. <laughs> so that he can, he can be, you know, yeah. brought to justice. Yeah. So that's Skip Trace. I mean, this movie already does they like never one really bad meme thing. They should be like... Uh, uh, like at the beginning, there's the text that comes up, the skip tracer, mm-hmm. a bounty hunter. You know what I mean? Like yeah. right at the beginning? Like, why not? Explain your movie title. Because nice. I didn't get it. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about some good things. That action. He's really good. Jackie Chan still, still got, got it. it. I, he's getting an honorary Oscar this year, and he mm-hmm. deserves it. He deserved it years ago. He, yeah. he has been just perpetually doing yeah. great action scenes forever. He's been doing them as long as there's always been a little, modern movies. Yeah, they're always a little funny. Uh-huh. They're always like really good. Yes. You, they're very clear. They're shot well. Yep. I don't know if like what he has to do with that because mm-hmm. clearly different directors are shooting him, but yeah. at the same time, his his action scenes are always very fluid. It feels they're like crazy. he's always working with the stunt coordinators and action uh, and, and fight coordinators to design things specifically that he's good at. Yeah. And it comes through so well. Mm-hmm. Every single scene he's in is just super fun. Every single... I mean, whenever Johnny Knoxville is in a scene, he's a bumbling idiot. Yeah. And... But, but that stands in such a clear contrast to Jackie Chan that just commands the scene and uses Johnny Knoxville at plenty of parts. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the only action scene that I thought was really good with Johnny Knoxville didn't involve anyone. It was just him trying to open a door with his hands tied. Okay. Do you remember that? So they're yeah. at they're at the warehouse. Yeah. Jackie Chan's still fighting yeah, yeah. female ter- Terminator. Yeah. And he gets to a door and his hands are tied. Mm-hmm. So he's got to use his mouth to pull the latch. <laughs> and then also he grabs the handle with his mouth and turns it. Okay. And then he goes into the next area and there's a gate. And he's got to pull the gate thing up and slide it over. And he just he's doing that all with his mouth. And yeah. in my head, I'm like, everything is so dirty. Everything is so dirty. That's the one where Jackie Chan finally comes over and, he, and Johnny Knoxville He's like, what like, are oh, you doing? I, I got it for you. He's like, I'm, I'm helping you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, boy, oh boy, oh boy. Yep. But then that leads to another scene where he shoves him in a trash can mm-hmm. and rolls him down a hill. Like, it's it's just fun. Yeah, Johnny Knoxville, his character's not like a fighter. Yeah. So he can't really participate in those He's just scenes. a, like, he's a smooth talker. Like, yeah. he, gets, he gets them through a bunch of other stuff because of his con man skills. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but all yeah, all of Jackie Chan's fight scenes were great. Mm-hmm. He's he's a he's a treasure. He, he belongs. He oh, he deserves that Oscar. Yeah, it's, he does. Uh, it's just a shame about the rest of that movie. I think it's I think it's a movie that is specifically designed to be a B movie. Like we're we're eh, we're now yeah. in an industry where everything's got to be triple A. Everything's mm-hmm. got to make a hundred million dollars at the box office. Mm-hmm. And in the eighties. We had this really good scene of we have the AAA movies, but we also have just movies where everyone knows everyone's in on the joke. Yeah, everyone's just doing it to have a good time, mm-hmm. and I think that's pretty clear in this film. Like if you're if you're not trying to like look at this movie like you're in a film class, mm-hmm. you can just enjoy it because it is ridiculous. Yeah, I guess. I guess. Come on, if we have to. Yeah, uh, I do think it dragged a little. Yeah, like there's there's some long bits. Their traveling was just took forever. Yeah, like and I understand I, it's a uh, huge country. Yeah. It's giant. Yeah, but like they they hit every speed bump along the way. They really and they also really did try and give a variety of things that stopped which them. was and in the end was cool because Johnny Knoxville at one point is like, "Do you look all this stuff up before? <laughs> we do, like, how do you know all these things? Yeah, because they're going through." 
the country during the time when there are festivals in different parts of the country. Mm-hmm. So I did I did like that. I got to see yeah. parts of China. Like I know about the Mongolian stuff because I've been watching uh, what's that show called Marco Polo. Marco Polo on uh, Netflix. Mm-hmm. Second season was real good, by the way. And uh, <clears throat> but I didn't know that they have a festival where they sing, and in order to get past yeah. all the women in the village, you have to sing to them. Like yeah. that's really and that and whole thing that, that was funny. In the sequence when the bad guy comes up, and I was like, "Are the bad guys gonna just do this?" Uh-huh. And, the, and he's like, "Hey, idiots, sing, and they'll let us through." And, and they do like, like a boy band thing. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. I did. Uh, I did look into that. The song that Johnny Knoxville sings mm-hmm. uh, is a Jackie Chan song. Yeah. Like Jackie Chan's a well-known singer in other parts of the world, uh-huh. and Johnny Knoxville was doing that as like it's a weird meta bit. Uh-huh. Like the way that Jackie Chan reacts to Johnny Knoxville singing really a song confused. was really funny. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then also Adele, Johnny or Jackie Chan sings Adele. I'm not surprised Jackie Chan loves Adele. And that was that was really weird. Mm-hmm. That was just right in the middle of the movie. Yeah, it was, that's what I'm saying. Is you this movie is in on the joke? Yeah, it's a it's aware of itself and it's enjoying it. Yeah, it's I mean. In that sense, it's fun. Yeah. In the sense of like trying to figure out what the hell's going on, like you had to explain the whole because I'd forgotten why he even was going after John mm-hmm. Knoxville. Yeah, that's it's like li- it's convoluted in, in in the beginning. Yeah. And at the end, it's like what? <laughs> it's extra convoluted at the end. Yeah. For sure. Uh, especially the way. I mean, I do also enjoy though. I really like when you can pit like two kind of villains against each mm-hmm. other. So Johnny Knoxville's being chased by the Russians so that mm-hmm. they're always having to fight. Jackie Chan's always having to fight off these Russians. Yeah. But then there's also the Matador's men, mm-hmm. the guy with the cane and the other yeah. lady, like they're always fighting them. And mm-hmm. so it, it, like the, Johnny I don't want to say too much about the final sequence, but it uses both the Russian gangsters and the, uh, the Matador's drug people. Mm-hmm. And they kind of like play off of each other and it yeah. becomes this weird three way Yeah, you get fight. to see these like, criminal organizations fighting each other <laughs> and that's kind of that's fun yeah it was fun that's a that's a really fun way to to play with your, your like you're pretty much you know to, toy store villains like mm-hmm. they you know they're right out of a box they're off an assembly line right you know you've got oh this woman in leather wants to be they're pretty up. much just live action and, you figures. know and the guy with the with the sword cane it's like mm-hmm. yeah of course we get it yeah we get it yeah. <laughs> i knew that sword was in that cane the whole movie yeah we yeah. were just waiting for that to happen mm-hmm. um but yeah, I don't know. Uh, we'll save some other stuff for the spoilers, but uh, it can be fun, but it's also like, good Lord, like it feels a little bit draggy. It feels points. a little long, even though it's only like an hour and 45 minutes. Yeah, yeah which is weird. I think it's I think it's just that travel bit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Well, you say travel bit like it's a bit, but it's it's the constant travel bit. It's like the, the two thirds of the movie. But I think yeah. I think there was just if we spent. A couple less minutes at each place, mm-hmm. it would have. Or if there felt was one smoother. less place, yeah, one less place, and every other place got an extra minute, mm-hmm. that'd be fine too. Yep. Uh, but that's just a whole thing. Um, I don't know. I was very worried that this film was also beginning with a in media res mm-hmm. because it starts with Jackie Chan trying to save his partner, yeah. and I was like, oh god, is this going to be the end of the movie, and we're mm-hmm. going to jump back to be yeah. like, this is luckily not here. Luckily not. But then they did us that with Johnny Knoxville. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, well. It was kind of weird that they did it with the second storyline. Yeah. Or that his second storyline was so... It was so separate for a little bit, and mm-hmm. then it, it very quickly tied in. And then Jackie Chan just shows up just in shows that up scene. In that scene. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It can be fun, but I, it's not It's not the greatest. Just know what you're getting into. It's, mm. it's, it's a fun little action movie, which is pretty much what Jackie Chan does now. I mean, he's got to be retiring at some point. Well, I thought he was going to retire a couple years back with, it was some big epic mm-hmm. like film of yeah. you know, telling how some, it was some big story yeah. that is in mythology mm-hmm. that I can't even remember. Wasn't John Cusack in that movie? I think so. It was like the Romans came into it was, China. Yeah, or something it was something like that. crazy and yeah. big. I thought it, that was his I don't think film. that movie made enough money. Unless this film, like... Uh, they filmed it before. They filmed it before because... it's just releasing I now. had heard from someone that they'd seen this film two years ago yeah, in a previous screening. Yeah, uh, So, <laughs> it's been around a while. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's kind of crazy. It's a crazy mm-hmm. it's a crazy ride. Yep. But, uh, I don't know. I can't really say go see it in theaters. But if you want to just see some crazy Jackie Chan fighting, yeah. like, yeah, go see it. And if you like... Like, if you're interested in Asian cinema, I think this is just one of those fun films. I feel yeah. like Asian cinema has a firm hold on the B film genre mm-hmm. and has been making them forever. Mm-hmm. 
So there's a lot of films that you can pick up. This is this is another good addition. And this one's also it's it's pretty much fully set in China. Mm-hmm. A couple of scenes in Russia, but yep. it's uh it's it's different in that aspect at least. Mm-hmm. I really like you get tired of like oh they're having a fight in L.A. or in New York you know yeah. or Miami like it seems like the you know top four cities in America keep showing up yeah but you never really get anything over there so yeah while the I thought the travel stuff bogged down the film it's it, nice to see it's nice to parts see, of China yeah, it's nice to see somewhere else mm-hmm. for just a minute yep uh, but yeah I think uh, the rest of it we'll save for the spoilers at the end yep let's do it feeling peckish this midnight set your appetite for terror and reserve your ears for a feast of the sound. The Midnight Marinera podcast is here for you, intrepid listeners. We sample only the finest and sinister stories and, coating them with our own unique spooky sauce, present them to you as eerie audio dramas. Tune in twice monthly as Midnight Marinera sends shivers of fear and spasms of laughter through you. Bon appetit. <laughs> Let's talk about what's coming out new in theaters. We got Sully, The Disappointments Room. When the bow breaks. Bow? I do this every time. Bow. When the bow breaks. That's a word that I don't see a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> the Wildlife. And we'll just end with other people. Yep. Uh, there's a lot of other little indie things coming out. You can go check those out when you have time, mm-hmm. uh, listener. Uh, before we get into guest standing, let's give some thanks and give some appreciation. First of all, to Silent Partner, who did our theme song, which we got from the YouTube Audio Library. That's youtube.com slash audio library. Our logo was done by Justin Kizan. Uh, of Agents of Guard. That's agentsofguard.com, uh, centrally located in Windchheim Isle. Check that out. <laughs> uh, Justin writes and draws. Uh, you should also check out uh, other podcasts that I do. Pick Your Path. Uh, season one is fully available. It's a choose your own adventure style enhanced podcast for you, the listener. Make choices as you listen along. Benuvianetwork.com slash PYP. Also, you know, go check out Shut Up Leonard. That's still out there. It's not updating, but if you like community, you can go back episode by episode and see what me and uh, Matt Benson thought about it. Uh, so check both of those out. Uh, and uh, if Tom was here, he'd tell you about OptiGrab.org, his website for all of his uh, writings. Jordan? I stream over at twitch.tv backslash gamers hall weekly. Uh, the schedule's changed up a bit. We got new people coming on, uh, some people leaving. Um, I'm playing uh, this week. I'm not sure, actually. But I know this month's kind of crazy. I'm going to be playing the Bioshock collection, which is coming out soon um i'm playing recore which is this uh last generation uh xbox live had like arcade games that were these smaller games that uh you know cost less money but everyone really you know really dug because it it was this different tier of of games you know it wasn't triple a it wasn't it wasn't digital it was this just this interesting spot in the industry where uh, you could play just fun little games made by good people. And ReCore is a game made by the people who made Metroid Prime and uh, and a bunch of other really good games. So that should be cool. But this weekend, I will be playing Fallout 4 because the new DLC came out. I'm nowhere near the DLC nor the level. World. Yeah, so I'm just going to be playing regular Fallout 4. But uh, it'll be nice getting back to that. I just beat Mankind Divided, and that was real good. So find me there. Uh, also check out all the other great podcasts on the Benvy Network, benvynetwork.com. So many. Uh, you should listen to all the live from Palm Springs uh, so much. ones. Uh, mm-hmm. Comic-Con Palm Springs was a great fun time. Yeah, it was. Uh, they did a live Mandarian Orange. They did a live uh, Radio Brendo Man, live Popsicles that I featured on. Uh, there was a Benvy Megacast. If you go to the Benvy One-Offs feed, find that. I'm also going to drop the... Um, there was a panel that I recorded that I'm going to put on the Benvy One-Offs feed. I don't remember what panel it was because we did so many. They were all so much fun and they're all very podcast centric. Mm-hmm. Uh, but please check that out and check out our website, nvpodcast.com. Uh, we're on Twitter. We're on the things. Uh, and I'm on Twitter at podcaster Andrew. And I'm at true Valk. So now it's time for guess the ending. You'll never guess how it ends. Boo-boo. What did you pick? Sully. Good. 
Directed by Clint Eastwood. Written by Todd Kormanicki. Uh, and now it's based on Chelsea Sullenberger's and Jeffrey Saslow's book, Highest Duty. Um, it's got Tom Hanks, Laura Linney, Aaron Eckhart, Anna Gunn, a bunch of other people. Uh, I've got a small one and a big one. We'll just read the big one. On Thursday, January 5th, 2009, oh boy, the go. world witnessed the miracle on the Hudson when Captain Chelsea Sullenberger, nicknamed Sully, and is portrayed by Tom Hanks, glided his disabled plane under the frigid waters of the Hudson River, saving the lives of all 155 on board. However, even as Sully was being heralded by the public and the media for his unprecedented feat of aviation skill, an investigation was unfolding that threatened to destroy his reputation and his career. <clears throat> so, based on that premise, uh, you'd think... Uh, after after all the good he'd done, uh, the investigation would go his way. But uh, through the course of the movie, we found out that he, he had a couple drinks at the uh, airport lounge before getting on the plane. Oh, boy. Uh, they, they didn't do a breathalyzer, but they took his blood afterwards when they were treating everybody. And they could tell that he'd been drinking. And that came up in the investigation. Um, they even went so far as to like look at his, his relationships and, and his relationship with his wife and... It just it kind of got you know down and dirty into his life. They brought up a bunch of stuff, and he eventually found out that it was kind of politically uh, done. So that way, uh, they could try and make some some changes to aviation standards, and they didn't want anyone to find out that the plane hadn't been checked when it was in the airport. Like there's usually a big checklist of everything they go through when mm. checking the planes before they allow them to go back up. And they hadn't done it that day. So in order to cover up their malfeasance, uh, they tried to blame it all on him. He, uh, he writes a book of everything that happened after they find him uh, to be at, at fault. And he loses his pilot's license. But kind of says goodbye to his family and everything like that. And uh, kind of goes out to the world. Uh, he m- meets up with some old contacts he had in the military. And he, he ends up kind of becoming a, a smuggler. And uh, eventually meets a young Nathan Drake on the streets of uh, a small town in Brazil, and uh, and raises him up, and uh, eventually they go on adventures together and save the world more than once. Wow! Yeah. All right, I'm gonna guess standing for the disappointments room, uh, directed by G.J. Caruso, written by G.J. Caruso and Wentworth Miller. Uh, that's he's an actor. Yeah, uh, he is Mr. Ice. What the hell is that character called? Captain Cold. Captain Cold. Anyway, <laughs> and he's he was the best part about that about that really bad Legends of Tomorrow show. Oh, okay. Because Captain Cold is just a really cool character. I'm sure he is. Because he's just he's totally B. Mm-hmm. Like he's a, he says everything in a really crazy accent. Starring Gabe Beckinsale, Lucas Till, Michaela Conlon, some other people I'm sure. And went with Miller. A mother and her young son release unimaginable horrors from the attic of their rural dream home. What? Uh, so, of course, so this is mother and young son. Wait, that's the whole thing? They move, yep. They move to this house. Uh, they're trying to get away from their past. We don't know what it is. We don't know what they're getting away from. Mm-hmm. But it's something. They yeah. were like, they're like, it's a fresh start. We mm-hmm. can do this. Uh, you know, he goes to school. She goes to work. Um, they're all having their typical day. Mm-hmm. They come home. You know, a week, a week or so goes by. They're living a nice, normal life. Uh, but they're moving in slowly. They're doing a slow move in, and they realize, hey, there's you know, an attic up here that we we should store the things that you know we're not moving everything. Is in. it one of those things where it, like the door pops down on them? They didn't even realize there was one up there. I mean, yeah, they were kind of they weren't really looking for it. They yeah. they picked this house kind of quickly. They moved yeah. in real quick, and, and it was like, it was on the market for cheap. It yeah. was this big dream home. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So they they go, oh hey, we should store our stuff up here. They go in, and at first it's empty. Right, so it's like we're all tense. We're all like, "Oh my God, somebody in this attic!" Mm-hmm. No, they get up there and it's nothing. They're like, yeah. "Oh, that's weird." It's just an attic. It's just an attic. So they like clean it up. They put their boxes in. They leave, and then at one point, so something goes wrong with the kid at school. So then they're like, "Oh shoot, we need we need some papers for the kid." Mm-hmm. So she go goes into the, the attic, has to go into her files in the attic, mm-hmm. and the first thing that she knows, so she opens the door, and it's like really dark. She's like, "Oh, I thought I thought it was daytime outside. They had a little light, you know, mm-hmm. a little window. Oh, yeah. that's weird." Uh, and then just like papers fly at her and she's like what the heck and uh you see that all these papers are like weird 
it's like uh like you can you can kind of read what some of them say it's like oh they're like things where the kid got bad grades or the mm-hmm. things where like something happened to the mother You're like what's going on mm-hmm. uh and she's like that's weird and she realized oh a window is open that's why all these papers fooled me oh it's mm-hmm. nothing supernatural at all yeah so then they keep living their life mm-hmm. uh they keep going she meets a, a new man everything seems like it's going really good mm-hmm. uh but then uh, so she's like, oh, can you change the light bulb up in the attic? And he's like, oh, okay. So he goes up there. Mm-hmm. And then weird stuff happens to him. He sees like uh, weird visions when he gets up there. And he's like, this is what the heck's going on? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they realize that this room is scary because it shows you your failures in life. Oh. And the way that they have to beat it is to just embrace it. Mm-hmm. To say, yeah, we're not perfect people. And so she has to face her mysterious past Mm -hmm. which was she was running away from like a failed marriage let's Mm -hmm. say that Mm -hmm. and uh that's that's what she has to face and she does it and then just like everything's fine what is what does the kid have to face he has to face that he killed his dog yeah whoa yeah so it's you know i don't like this movie it's a deep it's a deep hard ride for everyone Mm mm-hmm uh, but then once they face their disappointments, it's fine. It loses all of its it, power. It loses its power. But mm-hmm. every time someone goes up there, it gets it gets some new power. So mm-hmm. they got to watch out who they send up in the attic. Yep. Uh, so, of course, the attic is trying to make them move. That's mm-hmm. the point. It wants more people to come up for more power. Yeah. So. And they try and they try and make it so that way it doesn't even look like they have an attic. Yeah. But it always that's opens why, up when someone's on the second yeah, floor. No one, no one knew about it. Yep. That's why. Yep. So that's a film. Cool. That's that's the end of that. The end of what? The end of the guessing. Yay. There we go. Uh, it's been a while since we I know. had an official situation here. Uh, but yeah, this this film sounds good, right? Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. I don't think we're going to review any of these. No, no, no. We're going to have some something special next week. Okay. Where we do some special reviews. Cool. Uh, but uh, yeah, that brings us to the end of this episode. Uh, if you come back next week, you'll hear our special reviews of a couple of things yeah. that are that are out. Uh, and if you stay after the music plays here, you will hear our spoiler section for Skip Trace because there's there is spoilers. There's spoilers. There's so, stuff that we, happens. We talk about them and something we were both bad. we were both surprised about. Yeah, which is honestly that's kind of rare. It is for rare. it to happen. It is rare, and uh, I don't think we're fully to blame. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so until next week, this has been episode 292 of Nerds of You. I'm Andrew. I'm Jordan. And remember, listeners, if a city dude comes up to you and says, hey, we're going to offer you a free room, just just leave. Just just leave the casino. The, the Russians are coming and something bad is happening in the VIP room. Just Just leave. Morgan mm-hmm. and there's another horror movie that I've seen and I thought we could do those three okay I think I know what the other one is is that the uh, lights out yeah did you see lights out see you see okay well if you can let's do those if not we'll bite the ball do something all I need is three days my friend. sometimes two yeah if I get lucky <laughs> on a really, on a really lucky day, it'd be one day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're not bad. Yeah. There's the button. Let's get into the spoiler time now. Yeah. Yep. The partner at the beginning of the film. Yeah, that was kind of a weird explosion. We see him jump off mm-hmm. of a tall tower wearing a bomb vest that to Jackie Chan couldn't, yep. couldn't disarm. Right as he hits the water, the water blows upwards in an explosion. Mm-hmm. And he's dead? Question mark? Not Question really. Mark. Mark. Not really. Wait till mm-hmm. you get to the end. Yep. Now, did you catch on? Uh, because right after the failed Matador drug bust... Mm-hmm. 
um, with the cane guy in mm-hmm. the and all the buildings fall down in the first scene. Yeah, they go to their captain. It's the it's the famous you know in every cop drama movie. It's like ah, you're too close. You're following a ghost. Yep. You're this is you know get off the trail. Oh, I thought he was the matador. Oh, the me, captain. Not only did I think he was a matador because in the scene before that, uh, we're getting some weird noises. What is that? I don't know. Is that this, Godzilla? Yeah, Godzilla's around here. Uh, <laughs> the uh, so in the scene right before that, Jackie Chan. Um, and his his coworkers Crew. are all speaking Mandarin. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then as soon as we get to the captain, he's speaking English yeah. in an American accent, mm. very pronounced. Yep. And and then Jack and Chan speaks English in his accent, mm-hmm. which is not American at all. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, are they doing a very not subtle thing of this captain's not trustworthy because he's speaking because he's a foreigner, very plain yeah. English, <laughs> like he's very clearly and enunciating all of his words. Yep. Uh. So I, I kind of figured he was bad. Mm-hmm. I thought one of the other people on Jackie's crew was bad, mm-hmm. but then that didn't turn out. Well, it kind of did because it was his dead partner mm-hmm. who is alive at the end. Yep. Who thinks that his daughter will just come back to him. Yeah. Like what kind of crazy thought process was that? Well, he said a crime lord who faked his own death. So it's mean, not exactly. He also told Jackie Chan, you chose honor and I chose power. Yep. So he clearly didn't care. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was just weird. Right. Mm-hmm. That was, a, that was a twist that I, didn't yeah. see coming not not because it was so surprising but because it didn't make sense yeah because if 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 you do that in front of your partner you're galvanizing him to avenge your death yeah so yeah. that's the opposite thing of what you should do <laughs> like he if anything fake your death like you have cancer or something or you know fake what i mean your death like, like your rival drug dealer yeah you killed you and then yeah. he'll take down the other people yep right mm-hmm. that's the uh, yeah he did it like the dumb way. Cause he's it, the one who made him come yeah. after him. He gave him the watch and everything, like yeah. as if it was meaningful. Mm-hmm. That was so ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, and then he like sacrifices himself unnecessarily. Yeah, uh, it would have made way more sense. He could have made it out if he like got his arm caught on something, saving his daughter. Yeah, and he's telling Jackie, "No, you know, I'm not mm. worth. I'm not worth saving. Just mm. get her out of here." Yeah. But no, he just so he swims kinda, in he there swims and into the room that will yeah, kill you. Yeah. And just says, and locks the door Bye. behind him. And waves then a, a and CGI disappears. photograph floats up. Yeah, that was weird, right? That was bad. Yep. It was just as bad as the CGI explosion at the beginning of the film mm-hmm. where Jackie Chan literally flies. Mm-hmm. His CGI body flies at the camera. Yep. Uh, yeah, the CGI in this film was not good. But this B, I think, B- I movie think, quality. I think, he, I think he really did fly. I think uh. he was like on a crane or something. But because the explosion was faked mm-hmm. or hyperimposed behind him yeah that's why it looked fake mm-hmm. i think those two things were real they just put them on top of each other yeah in a bad way yeah uh so yeah and then what can we say about johnny knoxville's ending so of course uh sam samantha whatever mm-hmm. they call her uh, they're in love mm-hmm. that's sure why yep. not because um, they shared one moment they shared one moment and that's where true love comes from uh uh, of course, it was the uh, Russian bodyguard dude. It was his. Du- it was his kid the whole time, and yeah. we know because of the unibrow. The unibrow. Yep. Uh, you know, I thought that was kind of fun. That was good. That was kind of fun. Yeah, I like because I like that Johnny Knoxville went. I'm going to be honorable yeah. and actually does go. Yeah, he goes. He says he's going to marry her. He's going to take care of the kid. Mm. He's now a part of a crime family. So mm-hmm. be it. That's fine. He's a con man. He's never had a family before. Yeah. So he kind of adopts this Russian crime family. Yeah. And then he finds out it's not his kid, and he's like, later. Peace. <laughs> um. Also, the so Jackie Chan, his character getting an alpaca farm because he thinks alpacas uh, mean peace and sure. happiness, sure, and hope. Did you? Because I had this thought as soon as I saw that they were giving him an alpaca farm. Uh-huh. I thought, did someone in this movie who worked on it have an alpaca farm or knew someone mm-hmm. who had an alpaca farm mm-hmm. and said, "Can we write this into the film mm-hmm. so that we can put this in the end?" Yep. Because that's what I thought. Yep. And as funny looking and as cute as alpacas are. Mm-hmm. What the what? Man, I've seen alpacas in real life on a on a hike. There was a a guy who pulled up into the forest. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were out uh, riding dirt bikes and stuff, and this bus comes out of nowhere, and the the the, the bus door opens, mm-hmm. and alpacas walk out of the bus, <laughs> and they had taken all of the seats out of the bus and turned them into alpaca stalls. That's hilarious. And they put all of these alpacas in a row put packs on them mm-hmm. and li- uh, like tied them all up together and walked them out into the forest. Who even They're knows? crazy creatures, Who man. Who even knows? It's pretty... 
They're just they're interesting animals, mm-hmm. and uh, it's adorable that he gets what he wants. And apparently, his partner was in love with him the whole time. Sure, and his crew, which yeah. cool. They could have worked a little harder on yeah, both love to sh- stories to have just a little bit, a little bit more chemistry, a little bit, and a little less fighting between John and Knoxville and Jackie Chan. Yeah, because that got real tiresome all the way up to the end. Like, yeah, come on, like the resistance all the way up to the point where he just says okay, mm-hmm. like it's just. <sighs> but that yeah. scene with all the crime, fam- uh, the gangs fighting each other—that mm. was fun. Um, that was fun. Yeah, I thought the big uh, when he has what's his name, Victor Wong. Mm-hmm. He has that business. He's like a businessman who they think is the matador. They have him yeah. touch the thumb to the phone to see if it's him. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that. Did you think it was going to be Victor Wong even no. at that moment? No. Yeah, because I, I thought it was. I thought it was the simple. captain at that point. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that his partner wasn't dead yeah so of course the captain's like hey you know just indulge us yeah because he knew it wasn't gonna work mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so weird i mean but jackie then, chan was obsessed god and then he was jackie chan was so worried that the matador was gonna hurt the daughter but then it turns out that the matador was the daughter's father, the father so it's her. like they never even had anything to worry about when the yeah. whole casino thing there's no threat like getting Johnny Knoxville literally didn't matter mm-hmm. because isn't that why? Well, well, getting him mattered because he witnessed a crime and he had the phone. Yeah, I guess which maybe had some information on it they mm-hmm. needed. But getting him didn't matter as far as Jackie Chan knew. Yeah, because she was just a she a, was going to be safe. Yeah, no matter what, but they nobody knew really that. Oh, yeah, because that's why he shoots Victor. That's why the old partner shoots Victor Wong. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, I told you not to hurt her, and they yep. kidnapped her. I don't know. Yeah, used her a as whole, a bargaining chip when he didn't want him to. That was a whole situation. Anyway, that's a that's a film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't think too hard with this one. Just enjoy it. There's some. It's a silly, fun action movie, mm-hmm. and it's not perfect. The CG's, you know, not that good. Yeah, but it's. I don't know. If it's on TV, yeah. If you if you if it's on TV, watch it for sure. Yeah. If if you like, I, I hate saying this, fans of the genre. Mm-hmm. If you like Asian film, if you like B movies mm-hmm. uh, from uh, from Asian cinema, it's definitely pick it up because mm-hmm. it is a fun ride. Mm-hmm. Just uh, yeah, I don't know if you should see it in the movie theater. Yeah. This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com. <laughs>